Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily of Wise Woman Witchery, and as many of you know, Veronica is on vacation for the next few weeks. So we're going to take advantage of her absence to invite in some special guests. Coming up October 7th and 8th, the third annual season of The Witch Conference is happening. And so the special guests I'm inviting in are going to be our presenters for that conference. And our first presenter is also a very good friend of mine, and her name is Patty Diaz, and she owns a business called Blue Moon Manifestations. So, Patty, hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good, good. We're both melting, but we're good. I know. It's so hot. It's crazy. Yeah, we're both in California, and Patty's down in Southern California, and I'm in Northern California, and it just so happens that today, no matter where you are in California... It's a hundred degrees or more. <laughs> yep. Yep. So we're trying to stay cool. Um, and we're bringing our coolness to you. Yeah. Hang out with us. <laughs> um, but I was thinking maybe Patty said, I know all about you, but not everybody else does. So I wonder right. if you could tell us a little bit about your business and what you do and, and what you're bringing into the world. Yeah. So my business is Blue Moon Manifestations. And uh, overall, what I do is basically help people become the person who has the, you know, the dreams that they want already, the dreams that they envision uh, by working with the lunar cycle, you know, becoming the person make or making the focus, becoming the person instead of like trying to make it happen. Right. Instead of like focusing on what do I need to do or how long it's taking, but becoming the person and attracting all the things that you want and even more. It's so much less stressful. <laughs> so is this kind of like, um, walking the walk, like who, like, who do you want to be? And then yes. stepping into that role? Yeah, that's a good way of doing of, of saying it because yeah, I, th I always, what I have kind of worked with is like, um, being or becoming, you know, instead of doing. So it's just mm -hmm. kind of like a focus. We're still taking action, obviously, because you still need to. It's not just going to poof. You know, poof. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, by being the person or becoming and having that vision, holding that vision. Uh, because one of the things I realized is um, which is like very, you know, duh now but one of the things I realized is regardless of what we're working on there's always other things going on in our lives it's never just one thing and we are the common denominator for everything right that's going on in our lives mm -hmm. so by focusing on ourselves and improving ourselves and becoming those people it like by default affects everything else you know the thing we're focused on and other things as well so so how hectic. yeah how does the moon play a role in that well, the moon, of course, tells us all about ourselves, right? <laughs> it, shows, it shows us, but aside from that, it provides a perfectly, um, I don't I know what the word to follow that is, but it provides a framework for us to follow. That's perfect, right? It provides the, the action-taking phase, the rest phase, the uh, uh, doing, and then also the waning and letting go. So it just has everything all built in and it's there for everyone to use. 
all the time. Yes. And so by following the cycles and then expanding on that, depending on where you are in your work with the moon, either brand new or experienced, you can incorporate lunar cycles into so many different things, you know, throughout the course of a year, a lunar cycle or a month or a day or whatever. There's so many ways to, to work with the moon. And ultimately the thing that I think attracted me or I should, yeah, attracted was by following the zodiac signs that the new moons are in or any moon, daily moon, whenever you're working with it, mm-hmm. by working with the zodiac energies throughout the year and throughout your life, you work on all aspects of your life by default and you can tap into energies that support that right that support like right now we happen to be in virgo season so if you're not one who is organized or likes to plan like me it, that doesn't come naturally <laughs> to me now is a good time to really focus on some aspect of that because the energy supports it right so right. <laughs> we work on all aspects of our lives it's just a perfect framework I know I just wrote a newsletter last week or the week before about Virgo season and how it unsettles me yes. because it's all structury and I'm like, no, let me out of this box. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I have resisted. That's been one of my lessons. I think we're not just this lunar cycle, but for a while now, it's like all that structure and planning and things that I resisted for so long, like you, like, no, I don't, I don't have to follow rules. I just want to do it my own way. All those things. Well, by resisting it, I created the less freedom than that, which is the thing I wanted, right? Like mm-hmm. freedom to do things. But so it's like letting that settle in and like, oh man, man, it's like that moment when you realize, oh, oh it's true. It's yeah. It will help me. I've been, I've been it fighting so against yes. it. <laughs> I don't want to take my medicine. No. <laughs> Yes. But we're also able to do that in small doses. It doesn't have to be like big. So it's like, okay. Oh yeah. Well, and one of the cool things about working with the moon too, is that it moves in and out of the Zodiac signs throughout one cycle. So even though it's Virgo season, the moon is going to be in Virgo for that time for the new moon. And then it's going to shift into something else. And so when we follow that patterning, like you were saying, yeah, you might be in Virgo season. That might be the overarching solar energy that's happening, Mm -hmm. but that lunar energy is shifting and changing throughout. Just like we are always shifting and changing throughout. Right. It's not like Virgo season and suddenly we're all like, Oh, now I'm so organized. This is fine. Look at me go. Oh, it's just moments. They're like picking the thing, like the one thing, but you're right. And, and I think it does, it's a great example to follow, you know, to, like you just said that it goes in and out because we as people are not constantly the same, right? The same emotion or the same thinking or the same energy or any of that. So it's really good to, you know, to realize that, well, that's, you know, it, that's a sample. It's like a, a framework for us to follow and know that, you know, we don't have to push all the time or always be doing stuff or, we can't always rest all the time either. It's both sides of that, right? Right, right. (laughs) There's the balance that we're never in for very long, but that we're always sort of walking the edge of striving for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So cool. And it repeats. So, you know, you know, something you fall off track or there's something else you can always just jump right back in. It's not like, oh, I missed this one or I messed that one up. It's like, no, no, it's this one coming. It's another... (laughs) you know, whatever you're working with, the element energy, the phase, whatever. Oh, it's coming mm-hmm. back around. You can, you know, flip the script or jump back in wherever you are. 
So are you doing this work with one-on-one clients? Are you doing it in groups or how are you bringing this to to the masses? (laughs) (laughs) Well, right now I have, uh, I do one-on-one work and a lot of that is actually working with, um, or the focus of the one-on-one work is to set lunar intentions and also fine tune it just a little bit more on where in your zone, in your birth chart, the new moon is falling Uh each lunar cycle. So yes, the collective, you know, the world is experiencing Virgo season, but then where was the new moon in my chart or in your chart is going to be completely different. Right. And that kind of helps narrow the focus too. So working with that throughout, you know, whatever, you know, a few months or half a year or a year, however, uh, people choose and, we can break that down into a specific large goal or thing that you're working on and how can we, what can the focus be, you know, in this lunar cycle and how can, what aspect of becoming that person, like I talked about, can we focus on here to really bring that, that goal or that desire or whatever it is you're working towards closer to you. And then I also have a membership where we do um, smaller group. We still have the new moon and full moon focus but it's not so fine-tuned. It's more of a general, you know, like new Mm -hmm. intentions and struggles and things like that. And I like to incorporate creativity. So I always let them uh, provide ways to like make vision boards or just other different creative ideas because that really has made a huge difference for me to include that, the creativity. Yeah. Um, Because yeah, I was of that mindset, you know, just kind of keep doing and doing and doing until something happens. And it's like, no, incorporating that fun and art and creativity gives me more ideas and recharges my batteries. Go figure. Yeah. It it definitely opens doors when we tap into that creative, when we make space, not just tap into it, but make space because you, you have to have that openness to let the creativity flow in Mm -hmm. or you can't force it. It's not, it's not like a forced thing. Um, I want to call you out a little bit just to let everybody know that Patty is a stellar journaler. Like I have seen the stuff that she puts in her journals and she does not just like write her feelings. She like creates this whole piece of art (laughs) using all different kinds of mediums and gluing stuff in and does like bullet journaling. Like you, like, you know, all the journaling, journaling trick, journal tricks. I don't know. I feel like there has to be a term for it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the term is. Overall, I just say it's, you know, art journaling or creative journaling, but yeah, it's like, And I think that also for me specifically feeds into the variety. I don't like doing the same thing over and over, but, you know, finding different ways to, to still, you know, do the work and find, make it fun or find the fun. And and actually it helps bring out things to talk about, like just kind of putting stuff together randomly, you know, artwork wise, it's like, oh, well, this is bringing this up to talk about or write about or whatever. So sure. Well, that, that's the other thing about creativity is when we unlock that door and make space for it, we never actually know what's going to come to the surface. And sometimes it's super surprising and useful. And sometimes you're like, oh man, I did not want to look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And other times it's really inspiring and sends you on this whole other, you know, track, this side quest per se, Mm -hmm. uh, that you didn't even know you were going to go down because this one little thing popped out in a journal process. So yeah, it's, it's a fabulous tool. <laughs> it is. It's fun. So yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so for the season of the witch conference, you're going to be sharing something that's not about journaling or moons or it's something totally different, which is oils, making yes. magic with essential oils. So, I am. 
can you talk a little bit about how you found your way to oils and kind of how they work for you in your life? Yes. So uh, originally or initially it was more of just the aromatherapy, right? Because Mm -hmm. I started, you know, people, you know, using them and talking about them and just becoming like, oh, and you can use them instead of candles and making your own scent. So that's how it, it started. Just, you know, having, um, making the space smell good or just working with different, with different oils, uh, and combinations. So, and from there, it really did develop into realizing that you can use the plant magic basically, because the oils are all derived distilled, I think is the right word from, from the plant. And so it does still carry that plant essence. And just like the moon can be used in so many ways, you can also use oils. Like there are oils that are associated with each of the zodiac signs. So then if you're working with the new moon intention, that was kind of the the next level for me is to, oh, well, let's use that or incorporate that, you know, in whatever, either a roller or diffuse it or, you know, have it where you can smell it before or after meditating or doing Mm. your new moon intention. Um, So that was kind of the next level, connecting it to the moon and different uh, elements also, right, that that the plants connect to. Right. And that also led to then like wellness and like, you know, how things kind of evolve, right? We become more aware and we start taking steps and it's like, oh, well, this can actually benefit me wellness-wise, health-wise and start helping me get rid of chemicals and things that I, that I wanted to do anyway. Mm-hmm. but just incorporating it. And so just expanding it out. But I think the main, the main focus is, is that I use it for is connecting with the Zodiac signs and just kind of making roller blends, um, you know, for whatever purpose, you know, like if you want like a manifesting blend that you can carry with you or a courage blend that ties into the Zodiac sign when you need courage and, and personalizing it. And also just adding that as another layer to, to the work you're doing, a tool to, help you tap into that energy. Now, do you make up your own blends? Because I know for me, every time I think, oh, this is going to smell so good together, I end up with a potion and I'm using quotes here, uh, that does not smell good. And so I, and I also get overzealous with things. That's just true about me. So I'm like, let's put 10 (laughs) drops of this and five (laughs) drops of this. And, you know, and then pretty soon it's just, you don't really know what it was supposed to smell like, but it, you know, it wasn't supposed to smell like that. Yes. No, I'm with you and that I am not, um, it's not, it doesn't come easy for me to just randomly pull things together, uh-huh. right? Like just kind of make up my own, but I am good at, or something that does come is like, well, tweaking it. It's like, okay, this is what I'm going to start with, or this is what I found, like, let's say a roller blend or diffuser blend, or even a blend that's recommended for the Zodiac sign. And really that started with like, well, I don't have that one. What can I substitute for it? Uh Right. Because there, it's not just one. It's like, you don't have this. It's like, well, what is the importance of that one? Is it the scent? Is it the element? Is it like Mm -hmm. citrus versus, you know, a tree, you know, what is the, so it's like, oh, well I can tweak them and alter them and make it work. And, and that way. So I have not yet developed that skill of just, Ooh, I'm going to pull everything (laughs) randomly and it'd be great. (laughs) But tweaking them and altering them. I'm comfortable with that. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to lie. It makes me feel better to know I'm not alone. (laughs) I've been in several like groups or classes where they're like, and now we're going to make our own essential oil sprays and everything inside of me is sort of dying. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do this. 
Yeah. Like, oh, what are they putting together? Can I use, you know? Yeah, like, I'm watching other people and they're like, oh, this smells so lovely. And then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to use one oil. We're going, we're not making a blend. We're picking yeah, one. We're- <laughs> <laughs> I've learned that lesson. It's like, like cooking or baking. Like there's yeah. chefs, right? That just like pull everything together. And I'm like, I don't even know if I'm poisoning someone by putting these two things together or something. Right? You know? <laughs> it, there is a science to it that it, some people can intuitively tap into. Yes. Um, I need the book. Yes, <laughs> I do. I need the book and then I'll tweak it. I'm okay with that, but I need yeah. something to start with yes. or to follow to the foundation. Otherwise I just spin. Yeah. It's yeah. like a blank surface and really nothing gets done. <laughs> just like, oh Oh my goodness. So oils really are being used in multiple ways in your life. And, and it sounds like, uh, for the conference, you're going to be teaching us about how to make magic with oils, Yeah, how to bring them in and create more magic. Yes. Like helping with like the intention setting or creating, um, blends that, uh, that work for this, for a specific intention. And Mm -hmm. also, just because there are so versatile showing how you can incorporate and bring that magic into recipes, like actually like putting them in drinks or in foods, you know, mm-hmm. so that you can incorporate that in recipes. Um, and also that's a great way to have access to, a, you know, an ingredient or something that might not be easily accessible to you or that you only use every now and then, and you don't want to invest in like large amounts or just, right. you know, it's going to go to waste. There's so many different ways, but yes, incorporating that putting a drop in with your coffee or your tea and including that in your intention, right? Or stating your intention as you do that. So mm-hmm. yes, there's so many ways to incorporate oils in magic, just like everything. Yeah. And, and I just want to plug in there because I know not everybody has a lot of essential oil background, but um, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I love that idea. I'm going to try that. Make sure you have food grade essential oils because not all essential oils are created equal. And sometimes you might pick some up and you're like, oh, look, I got this killer deal on, (laughs) on this oil. And then you don't actually know what's in it and it's not necessarily pure essential oil. So just make sure you read your labels, you do your research before you ingest any of them. (laughs) Yes. Like that's a good point because they are so easily accessible, but there is, you know, they're not all made the same. Like exactly. And so food grade and researching. And also something that I learned is the ones you pick up, let's say at a retail store, you know, just like that are, that are designed for aromatherapy only they will tend to smell actually like perfumey or like yes, a dessert, yes. right? Like dessert type lavender, where if you smell a food grade or a hundred percent, you know, authentic yeah. natural lavender, it doesn't smell perfumey. It smells no. like the plant. It smells like the flower itself, not like a dessert. So that right. if it smells very sweet, I would caution yes. using that in anything other than for smell good stuff. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, um, I have bought some of those over the years, you know, thinking I was getting a really good deal and oh, yeah. look at this six pack of whatever at, you know, Ross or TJ Maxx and, yes. um, and then get them home and be like, oh, this doesn't actually smell like that plant. What is in this? <laughs> yes. If everything says fragrance, I do caution against, yeah. you know, that's, that's one of those terms that it's like, that can include so many things. Yes. Um, yeah. So, cause natural essential oils already have their own, they have their own authentic fragrance. Yeah. It doesn't they don't need, need extra. <laughs> They're all good. Yes. Yeah. 
So depending on what you guys have, there is definitely a way to use them. You know, it's not like saying if you have those fruity smelling ones or the one that you can't use them. It's just those will not be good for recipes. Consuming. Yeah. You can just use them for the smell good properties and that's fabulous as well. Totally. Totally. I, I used to use essential oils a lot when I was doing massage. I mean, I use them a lot in my own life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's amazing how, how much our bodies respond to scent. Yes. And um, yeah, just, just relaxing or even creating more tension or whatever it might be. And everybody's a little bit different. It's, it's definitely not one size fits all. No, it's not. And finding the, the way of using them that works for you. And yeah. also it's not going to necessarily always work the same every time True. as well. Right. Cause like we talked earlier, we change and things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I saw recently where they used an essential and it's called, it's the, the line is designed for kids. So like kids, you know, they call it kid sense, I think, or whatever, but it was a baby that was crying and the mom put a drop on their head and just had the little bottle around their nose, you know, didn't do anything. And it, you know, not instantly, but after a little bit, the baby calmed down and, you know, it just wasn't quite so fussy. So it is, it's, you know, it's like, that's not a baby having a preconceived determination or idea, no. right? It's like, it's like, look, it's just, it's yeah. responding, you know, biologically into the sense into whatever. So yeah, it's really cool to see, um, given that, you know, that you do have an open mind and are receptive to it, that the effects and the, the benefits that you can, can get from, from using them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm super excited about your presentation. Um, And if anyone listening is interested in joining in and actually getting to learn more about all of this, um, check out my website, wisewomanwitchery.com and click on conferences. So you can learn more about the third annual season of the witch conference because Patty is only one of 10 people presenting. So So, yeah, I know, right? We get get to learn so much stuff. Not only are we going to go and show up and share information, but then we get to sit back and actually enjoy, yes. take it in as well. Um, Patty, if people want to find you, how can they do that? Uh, the easiest way is uh, just look for Blue Moon Manifestations um, on Facebook. It's, that's the name of my Facebook page, also on Instagram. So it's all, you know, um, in Instagram, it's all one word. Um, but if you search for Blue Moon Manifestations, uh, that's a good way. And then um, I don't know. Do you want like the, like the website is bluemoonmanifestations.com. So it's, Perfect. you know, yeah. So you'll, you'll find it one way or another, you know, with just with that search. <laughs> and if people go and they find you and they make it to your website, is that, is that where it tells like all the services you offer and how to work with you? The website does. And it also provides a way for you to get on, um, uh, like my email list, which is really how you get the nitty gritty of it, right? Yeah. Like uh, what's coming up and all that. But yes, the website is a hub that has resources and at least, you know, is a place to land and start and start to get, you know, familiar and see what, what is available or what comes up. <laughs> it's awesome. always changing. Cool. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. Yay. Thanks for having me. This is fun. I always look forward to the conferences for exactly what you said. We get to learn from I other am. people as well. And it's so much knowledge and wisdom and people are creative and amazing in ways that we're not right. Which is totally so cool to see. see. And it's diverse. I think that's the thing is that everybody comes from sort of different traditions or different backgrounds and comes with their own skill set and their own toolbox. Um, Mm -hmm. which even if, 
you know, they're teaching something. This is what I've found anyway. People, I go, oh, I already know about that. And then they start teaching. I'm like, I didn't know about that. Yeah. What? (laughs) Mind blown. Yes. (laughs) There's always more to learn. That's always, always. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, Patty. I really appreciate you. And um, I can't wait to do this conference with you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. And in the meantime, everyone go check out Patty at bluemoonmanifestations.com or on Instagram or Facebook at Blue Moon Manifestations. And uh, let's let's live the lives we all want to be leading, people. Yay. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you, find us, you can do that by you can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. And you can do all those things. You could just <laughs> click the little stars, you know, and give us like little some comments. gold stars and a little comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or wow they're off the hook we'll go listen to them those people can't stop laughing this must be so- <laughs> there must be something good here i could use a good laugh yeah. anyway so do that please we'd appreciate it it does help other people find our podcast and uh and then we also really love to hear from you so if you have feedback that's another way to get it to us uh you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.